This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 17. In today's episode, we are going to talk about a very important principle that is necessary for you to take your relationships to the next level. You want to know what it is? It's vulnerability. That's right. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I am a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. If this is your first time to our podcast, I am so excited that you are here. Welcome to the family. And if you are, are already a part of my tribe Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of my life and a part of our community. So the Wife Wisdom Podcast was created for you. It was created to help you cultivate your heart as a wife, to help you prepare to be a wife, to help you thrive as a wife, and to help you stay encouraged as a wife. And so I have a heart to share my experiences with you, the ups and downs, the ins and outs that I have learned from marriage as a wife, as a woman. And that is why I am here to share these things with you on this podcast. So thank you so much for joining. And so today we are talking about vulnerability. Ah, I know. I know most people don't like it. (laughs) Most people don't want to do it. Most people want to do whatever they can to the very end, but just not fully all the way vulnerable, right? Because what is vulnerability, right? Vulnerability, even the definition of vulnerability has you exposed, right? And most people, want to protect their heart. They want to protect their heart from pain, from hurt, from disappointment, from discouragement, from, you know, expectations not being met. So most people want to protect themselves. So the last thing they want to do is be vulnerable, right? Well, let me tell you, ladies, that vulnerability is such a secret weapon to really experiencing emotional intimacy, love, trust, surrender, all of that on the next level. Like we are talking about taking your relationships to the next level. And so vulnerability is a key foundational practice in preparing to do that. So let's just talk a little bit about what you need to do first in order to become more vulnerable, become more transparent even in your relationships. So one, I think that you, I believe you have to identify that one area that you know is hindering your growth, your progress, your emotional intimacy in your relationship. What is preventing you from being vulnerable? What are you trying to protect your heart from? What are you trying to protect yourself from? And what is keeping you from 
going to that next level, going a little bit deeper with in, in your transparency and your vulnerability with your with your man, with your significant other. And you know, this really applies to every relationship. It applies to your sisterhood relationships, your siblings, your parents, your um your friends, your coworkers. It really does because relationship, God created us to be in relationship. He created us to do life together with people. And but it requires a vulnerability and a transparency and a trust in order to have create and cultivate these relationships that God intends to have and to place in our lives that help us get to the promise, right? Help us get to the vision, help us get to the next level. But if we don't understand vulnerability, if we don't understand how to walk in it and 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 really surrender to it and trust God in it, if we don't understand how to do that, then we can't even cultivate the relationship that God has for us. Because I can't begin to tell you how many amazing relationships God has brought into my life that have been there every single time I've needed them, that have been there through the hardest, darkest times in my life, that have been there to not judge me, but to support me, to pray for me, pray with me, walk me through these processes. And if I had not been vulnerable in the beginning to really even sharing what I was even going through, to even trust God in the process that he's brought this person into my life and I can share what I'm going through. I can, you know, share the burden and, and release the fear or the, the worry and the doubt or the anxiety with this person, because I'm choosing to trust and be vulnerable with them. And oftentimes vulnerability is amazing because it's kind of like love, right? So if you, love someone first, and they really receive love from you, what is their knee jerk reaction? What are they going to do? They're going to respond back to you in love nine times out of 10, right? Because you showed love first. They're like, Oh my gosh, I can trust this person. Oh, they love me. I can love them in return, right? It's the same thing with vulnerability. The thing is, is that, you know, it may not be so scary to love people, especially if that's a part of, if it's in, it's all, it's in all of us, right? Love is in all of us because we were created out of love. So it's just a matter of learning how to express that. But if love comes naturally to you and loving someone is easy for you, great. Well, vulnerability is not always easy for people. It's not as easy as love because vulnerability Oftentimes, even though love, we've, we've experienced hurt and pain in love, for some reason, we process it differently. And so vulnerability is something that is, has that same effect. If you are vulnerable, if you are transparent with someone first, guess what happens? it automatically gives them permission. It releases something in the relationship that really allows them and even inspires them to be vulnerable back with you, vulnerable and transparent with you. It's amazing how this works. It is beautiful how it works, especially in marriage, especially in your marriage and your relationships, that um, your intimate relationships. It's a beautiful who it's a beautiful practice. It's a beautiful 
knowing to to really dive a little deeper in. And, you know, honestly, most people just want to avoid it. They want they don't like it because it makes them feel completely exposed. (laughs) And, you know, when we're completely exposed, we're a target, right? That's what we innately feel in our subconscious that we're a target now. And oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, the pain's coming, the hurt's coming, the betrayal's coming. Ah! Right? So we don't want to do it. But let me just tell you how beautiful vulnerability is and how God uses it to catapult your relationship, the intimacy in your relationship, the emotional connection in your relationship to a whole nother level. So there are an example I want to give to you is there are times when I have shared, you know, certain things that I may be going through, even with someone that I may not even know. It may be something that they allude to in our conversation. And in order to create the atmosphere of trust, in order to create the atmosphere of transparency and vulnerability, I will choose to share something with them that is very vulnerable, that's very transparent in, you know, normal definition, right? So I will share something with them. They will be shock stunned and amazed that I trusted them enough to share this vulnerable piece of information with them. And in turn, it's like they're inspired to share more. They're inspired to go deeper. They're inspired to be more transparent and vulnerable because I trusted them first with my own vulnerability, with my own transparency. And it's a beautiful cyclical process that God has created, but one person has to choose to go first. And so with vulnerability, I want you to, to really make an effort to be conscious, consciously aware of when you are being vulnerable, when you are holding back, when you are not being vulnerable or transparent and you want to, but there's fear there. I want you to notice that. So I'm going to give you an example, a recent example of of what happened to me, um, my husband and I celebrated our our 16 year wedding anniversary, and we were out to dinner with his aunt and uncle, and it was great. We were having a great time. I I got up to go to the bathroom, and um, I had what was waiting for his aunt who was coming. She was um, kind of coming behind me. And then there was a lady coming out of the bathroom, you know, beautiful. She was bad. She got her, you know, dress. She was looking great, right? Hot. And then, so I saw my husband catch her eye and kind of turn to see her walk by. So in that moment, I felt dis- just, um, I felt disrespected. I felt, um, out discouraged, maybe disheartened, and it hurt my feelings, right? And so in that moment, now we have all seen that men do that. And um, not to make any excuses for it, because I think that men should have discipline enough to not do that, right? But um, my thing is, is that um, I initially, I could have gotten really mad, I could have gone there and, and totally ruined the evening. But my choice was to be very vulnerable and transparent with him. And instead of accusing him 
and saying, I saw what you did. I saw you looked your, you looked at her when she walked by. I saw that you, and instead of accusing him, I literally just shared my heart. I was very transparent with him. And I said, you know, it really hurt my feelings when I saw you look at this girl when she walked by. And he was like, what? He was completely like taken off guard. He was taken by surprise. He was like, what do you mean? I didn't, I didn't look at any girl. Like he didn't even, it was not even a conscious decision, which is another conversation, (laughs) but um, it wasn't even conscious. He wasn't even consciously aware of what he was doing, but it's interesting because, you know, there were a lot of girls at this hotel. I mean, this restaurant they were at and, you know, some of them had barely wearing enough clothes. And when I was sitting next to him, he never, his neck never moved. Right. But when I was got up and went to the bathroom, his head did move. And so there was, you know, there was a vulnerability in me sharing my heart and how it made me feel. And it was very different response than had I accused him or had that I had I chosen not to be vulnerable in that moment, but accuse him instead. And I want you to really think about your own interaction in your relationships. And oftentimes when we need to be vulnerable and we are afraid to be vulnerable, we blame or we accuse or we share in, in communication something that would, that comes off incorrectly or comes off not the way we want it to because we were too afraid to be vulnerable. Make sense? So you have the opportunity to be vulnerable in any and every situation. And I chose to be vulnerable and let him know how it made me feel. And in in return, he apologized profusely. I'm so sorry, baby. That is not, I, I don't even know really. I, I think I know who you're referring to, but I wasn't looking at her like that. Like I apologize that I hurt you in that way. And it's because I was vulnerable it was because I was very transparent in how I felt. And oftentimes we don't, we don't want to be transparent because we feel like, or even vulnerable because subconsciously the lie that being vulnerable and transparent makes you weak is present. That's a lie, ladies, that being vulnerable and transparent makes you weak. That is a lie. So if you know that vulnerability and transparency is, ch- is a challenge for you, I want you to go back to the moment in your life where you learned that, where you learned that practice that being vulnerable and transparent is makes you weak. It makes you like you're the loser. You lose if you're vulnerable. You lose if you're transparent, that you've got to maintain your strength power, position, authority in a controlling way versus understanding the beauty, the surrender, the trust that is created when you are transparent and vulnerable in your relationships. So it's, it's a, it's a choice. It's a decision. It's something that you practice that you can really take your relationships to the next level. If you already believe that you, if you're in a relationship and you're, you're dating and you're like, man, you know, I've been dating this guy for a while and I just thought he would have married. He would have proposed by now, or I thought we would have been to the, we would have gone to the next level already. Nine times out of 10, I would guess in my professional coaching, my professional coaching opinion that 
you are holding back, that you are not 100% vulnerable. Ding, 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 ding. Did I, did I hit it? Did I hit it? Yes, most likely. Because we're afraid, right? If we are, if we're vulnerable and we're transparent and we're open on how we feel, guess what? We are, we expose ourselves to rejection. We expose ourselves to criticism. We expose ourselves to ridicule. We expose ourselves to judgment. We expose ourselves to judgment, 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 rejection, right? So tell me, Christy, why I would want to do this. Why is this something that I should be practicing in my relationships? Because you don't want surface relationships, (laughs) right? You want deep, quality, healthy, meaningful, loving, strong, foundational relationships. Strong foundationally. Maybe that's the right word. (laughs) Strong relationships. That's why vulnerability and transparency is critical. It is critical, critical, critical. So, what are you holding back? You know, and I want every single time, you know, we get that little butterfly feeling in our throat when we have to, or we want to have a conversation with someone, with our significant other, sister, friend, whatever. We have that lump in our throat, like, oh man, I want to tell, I want to tell them how I feel. I want to share something with them, but I don't know how they're going to respond. I don't know how they're going to react. And oh, I don't know. Is this going to mess up our relationship? Is this going to change things? Oh, never mind. Or you may beat around the bush and hope that they catch a hint or they get a clue and they will know what you're talking about because you're speaking in code because you really don't want to become vulnerable and transparent with them because the risk of being judged or ridiculed or or rejected is just too much. And so you don't do it. You don't do it. This is something that must be practiced. It must be conscious. Initially, you must be conscious about being vulnerable and transparent in your relationships for you to create the the trust that everyone wants in relationships. We all desire trust. We all desire an emotional connection where you believe that this person is for you. You believe this person has your best interest at heart and they only want the best for you, right? We all desire that in relationships. That's just an innate desire that God has placed in all of our hearts. And so how do we experience that? on a deeper level, on a higher level, on a broader level in more of our relationships, more of our intimate relationships. You know, I was doing a Facebook Live earlier where um, we were talking about this and we were talking about even relationships with women and female relationships where we were talking about how there are there was an experience in in a lot of women's lives where they just don't have close female relationships. It's a travesty. It is it really is. It's a tragedy and a travesty because we are we can we were created to be in relationship with one another, but can you imagine cultivating a a life or creating a life where you've cultivated relationships with other women that you can go to that 
in trust, in confidence, with being vulnerable and transparent, where you have women who've got your back. You've got women who are praying for you, fasting with you, interceding for you, believing with you, in the trenches with you. Like it's the most beautiful relationship experience to have women in your life that you can walk and do life with, that you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to you don't have to confront and conquer life alone. You do not have to do it alone, ladies. You do not. And so even more so in your relationship with your man, with your husband, with your fiance, your boyfriend, that when you are able to really, you know, meet, confront the world together as one, because you've been vulnerable with each other. What? O-M-G. You talk about power couple, forget it. Power couple times, I mean, really power couple squared. (laughs) Power couple squared. When you and your spouse, you and your husband can be vulnerable with each other, you trust each other, you have forged a bond of oneness that is unstoppable. The agreement There's so much power in it. And so vulnerability is a choice. It's a decision. It's a practice because it's something we, most people want to run away from. It's going to require you to be aware, to become aware in your relationship, relationship situation and and circumstances when you are trying to avoid being vulnerable. It may, it's, It's really a matter of when there's something on your heart and you want to express it, but you don't feel like you can or you're not ready or you don't want to or you're trying to beat around the bush. You're trying to even communicate in a manipulative way to get them to say or respond or do something that you're wanting them to do because it requires it requires you not to be vulnerable because you don't know what they're going to say. So instead, notice that recognize it, be aware of it, and make the decision, choose to be vulnerable, choose to say, listen, I really would love to come to your event, but I just don't have the money. Ah! Vulnerable, right? Ah! Like, oh, but they think that I've, you know, like, oh, I'm driving the big fancy car, and I've got the great job. And I don't want to let them know that I don't have the money to come to their event. It's scary. Because you are now exposed to potential judgment, rejection, ridicule, criticism, all of these things that we want to avoid. But the thing is, is if you desire to go deeper in relationship, if you desire to take your relationships to the next level of intimacy and emotional connection, then you have You've got to take the risk of being vulnerable. You've got to take the risk to share what's authentically on your heart. Vulnerability really aligns with authenticity. And if you can be authentic and vulnerable in your relationships, I'm telling you, you will be building and cultivating a relationship that is so rooted in it, the, the roots are deep, they run deep. 
okay? Because you've created this atmosphere in your relationship of of trust, of exposure, vulnerability, transparency. And what it does is it gives the other person in the relationship, it gives your spouse or significant other, they gives them permission to be vulnerable as well. Because some people will not choose to go first. But if they have an experience or an encounter with someone where they were vulnerable and transparent and it moved them, they are more likely to be vulnerable in return. I've seen it done numerous times. I've experienced it numerous times. And even so much so where where people, the the non-vulnerable person (laughs) will say, wow, thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you for being so transparent and vulnerable because it really encouraged me to do that. It really let me know that it was okay for me to share too, for me to be open or open up or share my heart as well. So thank you. So I've had that experience and I'm sure you will as well. And so I want to, as we um, wrap up, I want to just even encourage you to not only be conscious and aware of situations and circumstances when you can be vulnerable, but I want you to choose to be vulnerable through the fear. I want you to choose to be transparent, open, and vulnerable, even when you have no idea what the response is going to be. Deep breath. (gasps) Breathe out. Deep breath in. Right. I know. I know it's scary. I know you don't know what's on the other side. But you know, fear is just an, an invisible barrier. It's an invisible barrier to what your heart really desires anyway. So that when you are, when you're confronted with fear, like, oh my gosh, I got to tell, I got to tell my boyfriend that I'm abstaining until marriage. And I don't know if he's going to leave me or not. When you tell and you're vulnerable and you are transparent and the authenticity, authenticity comes through and you share You have no idea what the response is going to be. Guess what? You've been true to you. You've been true to your heart. You've been true to who God has created you to be. And whatever the outcome is, nine times out of 10, it's great. And it's amazing. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad. And then you're encouraged to continue to do it. Be vulnerable and transparent over and over and over again, because you see God working. You see the breakthrough, not only in you, because you press through the invisible fear barrier, but you also see the response was nothing like you could have even imagined. You're like, Oh my gosh, he's like, I'm so glad you said that because I want to abstain as well. And I didn't know how to share it with you. I didn't know how to tell you because I didn't want you to think I was a punk. Hello. You never know what people are going through. Right? So it's, you've got to be the one to be brave, right? Be brave, courageous, strong, and, and just sure in who God has created you to be. Don't shrink back from it. Don't hide from it. Don't run away from it. Don't 
poo-poo it away, (laughs) but stand firmly in knowing that, yes, this is what I believe. This is what I desire. I pray that, you know, it's something that you understand. And if not, I'm open and willing to answer any questions that you may have, right? But you want to always honor the truth of who you are and expressing that in a way that that is vulnerable, but it also the vulnerability that that will create this beautiful um, synergy between you. It's amazing. So as a recap in being more vulnerable, taking your relationships to the next level, these are the five things I want you to remember. One, be aware, become aware of when the situation comes up for you to be vulnerable, for you, you know, when you can be vulnerable to take your communication, intimacy, emotional connection to the next level. Number two, make the decision to be vulnerable. Number three, press through the fear barrier. Be vulnerable anyway. Choose to be vulnerable even though you don't want to, just try it and see what happens. Number four, trust the process. Trust the the process that God has put in place that when you are open and vulnerable, what he has waiting for you in return, it it really is beautiful. Um, And then number five, be true to the truth of you. Be true to the truth of you. Don't try to sugarcoat, dance around, go around, go under, go around to the side, go over, literally go through the process. Be, be committed to express, expressing the truth of you, who you are and, and what you believe. Because again, regardless of what it is, it can be communicated in love, which is ultimately what we all desire because we are love one we are expressions of God here in the earth and so we want to learn how to express love in a way that people are able to receive and so it is these are the five the five action steps the five um, steps that you are going to take to take your relationships to the next level of intimacy the next level of trust the next level of of emotional connection, the next level of oneness, the next level of of openness and transparency. And it's beautiful, sisters. It's amazing what vulnerability will do in your life. I promise you. So thank you so much as always for joining me today on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I look forward to seeing you again, same time, same place next week. Love you. Thank you ladies so much for joining me for this episode of the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I appreciate your emails and your comments so much. And It truly is a blessing to me when I hear that an episode or these episodes are blessing you. Thank you so much. Also, I want to thank you for sharing this with your tribe, with your sister friends in helping them to learn how to cultivate a heart of a wife as well. 
if you are an iTunes or if you are an iPhone user and you listen to us on iTunes, would you mind going to rate and review our podcast? You can also subscribe while you are there. You can also subscribe on Spotify to get notifications of our podcast. We are here every Monday and they are posted by 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, if you are not a part of our Instagram family, please go to Instagram to at Wife Wisdom Podcast to join us. I do polls. I take surveys and polls and questions from my my tribe there just to, to hear from you. I would love to hear from you and really would want to know what topics do you want to hear on the Wife Wisdom Podcast? It helps us to know what amazing women and men that I can even bring on the show to help bring breakthrough into your life. So please do that. Also, you can send me an email at hello at mrschristyjones.com. And it really is a blessing when you do share this. So please share this podcast with people. We have 17 new podcasts right now, which is so exciting for us since we just recently started a few months ago. But it has been a really great journey. Very exciting. So thank you all so much for your love, your support, your faithful listenership. And I appreciate you. So thanks again, ladies. Have an amazing week. Um, Continue to be vulnerable in your relationships. And I look forward to connecting with you next week on the show. Love you. Bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.